Welcome to Boating Insights. This is a podcast about achieving your boating dreams. Brought to you by Above and Beyond Boating. We deliver the leading courses to skipper your own boat. Okay, well, uh, welcome back to Boating Insights. Today is uh, something a bit different we haven't done before, is we're going to be talking to you about insurance, and we've got one of the industry experts. We've got Rob Stevens from Top Sail Insurance, so thanks very much for coming in today, Rob. Yeah, it's great to be here. Uh, now, Rob, Rob and I met through the uh, Down Under Rally, so we both uh, helped many of their participants get ready to go exploring the uh, Pacific, me obviously with training, and these guys for insurance. and. Um, it's widely known that the uh, top sale insurance are kind of the leaders for giving you uh, accurate and reliable insurance for going out and doing blue water cruising. So just asked if we can have a bit of a chat. And um, look, Rob, let's get started. One of the things I, I found most interesting when you kind of first started talking to me was just explaining beyond just basic insurance, like, okay, I'm taking my boat further afield. What are some of the other areas of insurance that people should be looking at in their lives when planning a big trip out for maybe a year or so on board? Yeah, well, obviously the boat is is your probably your primary sort of thing that you're going to think about when you're going away um, and, and making sure that that is insured. Um, and, and I think one of the, 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 the most important things, and one of the things in the, which I did when I do presentations, is that um, I say that preparation should include your insurance. Um, it's not much fun. It's not the most exciting thing in the world to have to think of when you've, you know, you've got new gizmos and gadgets that you want to buy and, and all the exciting things about doing an offshore cruise. Um, but insurance is absolutely fundamental to, to making sure that you've, you're looking after both your boat, looking after your finances for your boat, um, looking after your family, the safety, uh, and making sure that that's all protected financially. And so when you come to think about things that you need to think about uh, in the wider terms, your boat comes first, obviously, with regard to your, your, your yacht insurance. Um, but then you've also got the travel insurance, your medical insurance that comes with that, um, the, the looking after you in the event that you have an accident on board, looking after you if you um, need to be repatriated back to your country, what happens to the boat if you end up having to be repatriated. Um, so that's, that's all covered with thinking about your travel, and that's all covered under a travel insurance. And then you need to think wider than that even further. So if you're going away for a certain amount of time, say you know, you're doing a six-month cruise and you've got your house back home, you need to think about, well, actually my household insurance is likely to need, I need to tell my household insurers that I'm going away because you're effectively you're a long-term away uh, and most household uh, insurance will only cover you for up to three months away at any one time. So that again is a very important thing to have to consider is that you've got your, your house insurance. And then finally, when you're looking at other certain areas of long-term cruising, um, you need to think about uh, telling, uh, if you've got life insurance, telling your life insurance company that you're going away long-term cruising because sometimes um, the cruising and sailing becomes a high-risk sport 
uh, even though it might you might not consider it is exactly that but it that's what it comes across as so you need to make sure that your life insurance is aware of it any financial products that you get um, whether that's your pensions whether it's your stockbroker or whatever that needs to be aware of you taking a long-term secondment uh, on on a boat where you might not be contactable uh, in in various areas um, so those are the, the the key areas really so your yacht your travel your house um, uh, and then your other financial services that you might well be taking on board that's awesome thank you it's um easy to overlook some of those things as well i mean especially the things you mentioned like having you know make would have never occurred to me to let the insurance company know that we're away from the house for three months, for example, and um, just too excited to be away. Um, <laughs> <laughs> now, um, at the moment, the you know every corner of the world has been affected by this current situation with COVID nineteen. Um, what's kind of led us to this conversation today is then also um, some understanding super unique you know we've got people sailing all over the world who usually are removed from the day-to-day -day issues um, and some of them are being very directly affected now you've been working really hard from what I understand you've made sure that actually everyone everywhere that was using blue water policies you've been able to treat them as individual cases and find ways of getting them covered and solving or helping solve some of the issues um, we just just tell me a bit about it so what's what, what's going on from a you know an ensuring blue water cruiser perspective in the Pacific at the moment well at the moment um, uh, there was a, a, a report out through the I think it was the cruising association had done a report that currently says there's probably in the region of about 500 boats that are currently stuck in 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 the Pacific Islands uh, who can't come back because at the moment all the borders are closed um, that are going to get stuck there when it comes to cyclone season. Um, so at the moment that's being monitored very closely and I know that the Cruising Association uh, in conjunction with the Ocean Cruising Club and various other associations and government bodies and, and what have you are working very hard to uh, endeavour to, to open borders for yachts people. Um, in order to allow them to effectively self-quarantine whilst they're on their, on their trip back, whether that's going back into New Zealand or into Australia or other islands within the Pacific region, um, that is all being, being currently uh, looked at. Um, but with regard to ourselves at Topsail, what we have endeavoured to do is really try to um, assist as best we can individuals in their own individual circumstances. Um, it's very difficult for, for us uh, within, you know, just to say a, a blanket, you are covered, you are not covered, and what have you, and everybody has their own scenarios and their own circumstances, where they are, where they are, where they're, where they're stuck, what their hardship is. And this is all about hardship, and hardship is about whether it can be financial, whether it can be the fact that they can't actually get to their boat physically, that's still a hardship. So we all look at that in a way, and, and there's a compassion that has to come across from underwriters and insurers with regard to us doing the very best we can for, for our clients and customers. Um, so for us, it's about being able to help individually, being... The, the client contacting us, having that conversation with us, 
uh, and we're very flexible in the way in which we'll look at things. So we're looking to extend people's stays within certain regions, uh, whether that's in the Pacific Islands, within the Caribbean, within the Mediterranean, where people can't get to their boats. They're either requesting that those boats are being laid up, uh, whether they're requesting that they can leave their boats on anchorage, which we wouldn't ordinarily cover them on anchorages in certain areas, uh, purely because of, of storm exposures and all that sort of things. We have to be in a position to actually look at it in a much broader term. And um, hopefully, you know, our customer base will have said, yeah, we've, we've done what we've, we've set out to achieve, and that is to do our very best for those customers without without prejudicing them financially and without without making it too difficult for them with regard to the exposure that that, that we will find ourselves under the extra exposure um, and and as I say these are, are, are very extenuating circumstances at the moment that that make it very difficult and very unique and none of us in all the years that we've sort of been doing this this business have, have ever had to think in this form before so um, it's a, it's been a new concept for everybody, and hopefully we've we've achieved. Awesome, well done. That's, um, I think it's like everything. Every every little thing people can do is helpful to uh, just try and help people out, isn't it? So, um, now the uh, just briefly wanted to touch on um, some people for a whole bunch of different reasons might now be getting their boats uh, delivered. Um, from A to B rather than um, where they might plan to do the trip themselves. Um, just re in regards to their policies, uh, any kind of suggestions of things they should think about or should they let the insurance company know they're getting a delivery skipper on yes, board? Yes, uh, definitely. I mean, with regard to deliveries um, and and moving the boat um, where you wouldn't ordinarily have, have anticipated uh, getting other people involved, um, delivery skippers uh, under most uh, boat policies will be excluded because they are contracted uh, they are contracted employees um, and as such they fall into the same um, landscape as electricians as in cleaners as in boat yards and all the rest of it where you are you you the boat policy has no responsibility for employed uh, um, contractors um, a delivery skipper is in exactly that situation um, this day and age getting uh, delivery skippers having their own insurance is very scarce it's something that is not available um, and as a result we uh, we would always recommend that a delivery skipper uh, is added to the owner's policy uh, and in that way, the underwriters, A, are aware and can agree to that um, delivery skipper. Uh, it may be a case that they need to provide to them uh, a CV, uh, provide to them uh, information about the, the uh, experience of that, of that uh, skipper. Um, and the underwriter can then make that decision as to whether or not they want to add that delivery skipper to the policy. Uh, and by doing that, that delivery skipper has that ability to, to um, undertake the, um, uh, the, the delivery uh, as if they were covered. Thank you, really clear. Um, 
And then you did the the last thing I wanted to uh, we could do insurance for you all day. It's brilliant. But the <laughs> um, the last thing I wanted to cover today, you know, super excited to you know be able to um, work with you, having the the recognition for our courses, particularly the complete skipper course, yeah. to reflect a discount um, of ten uh, percent for the customers coming to you for their insurance. And you know, thanks for passing that on. Yeah. Um, just wanted to see, you know, from your perspective, you know, 32 years in the industry, marine insurance, what, um, what's made you kind of look at something like the Complete Skipper course in Australia and, and see the value in it for people going offshore and, and in turn reflect it as a discount on their policy? It's, for us, it's having knowledge, training and knowledge is really important in, in ensuring that, that you have an ability that isn't just an ability that you, what you think you're capable of and um, and in Australia uh, specifically it is really important I think to get a mindset where training is important the courses are a, a benefit to you whether whatever the courses that you're undertaking at whatever level obviously offshore and the courses that we're talking about is really important and whether or not you know you're just doing individual day courses for messing around in Sydney Harbour that also is important because having that understanding the knowledge uh, and the training comes in good stead about good seamanship at the end of the day and that is important for insurers um, and for us being able to provide a benefit to that that is important because we want to encourage good seamanship uh, and and so that's why we want to do it awesome well look thanks so much and thanks for freeing up the time to join us today i know you're a very busy man and it's great to uh, great to catch up thanks i really enjoyed it thanks for that <laughs>